All right, ladies, let's go. Okay, <laughs> I'm hyped, but you are not gonna believe what I have to share with you. So if you are new, hey, I want to welcome you. I am Sharice Antoinette, the beautiful host of My Beautiful Book Boss, the podcast. Now, I love to tag myself the podcast, the movement, and the brand. And that's because even though it's all the same thing, we have the same mission, we're going to be producing different things. So you definitely want to stick around and stay tuned for that. I do have a YouTube if you do not know. But before I do all of that, right, before I sell anything, before I sell you to get onto my YouTube, right, all that jazz, I think you need to know what we're about. So my beautiful book boss is all about uplifting, encouraging other women. I want to help serve you, the woman who serves her home, the woman who has a heart for her home. Why? Because... I honestly believe a beautiful home starts with you. That's right. Sometimes we can care and put so much love into other people, we forget about ourselves. So anything I produce, anything I make, the podcast, the brand, it doesn't matter what I do. It is to serve you. It is to pamper you. To say, girl, you got it going on right we are definitely christian based and yes i'm black i love to add both of them black christian because i believe we can have more goodness in the world and i believe we can have more positive black images yes i'm all about it so that's what i'm doing Now, what you can expect here is to hear some other amazing stories of other beautiful women. And at the end of it, we want you to find your own story because we truly care about you. We want you to know it's okay. (laughs) It's okay to be yourself and it's okay to become your own boss. Yes, I love it. Become your own boss. Boss up, woman up. And really impact the people around you that you want to impact. Impact the world if that's your desire. And you can do it authentically. You can still do it modestly. And you can still have a balance to it. You can love yourself while you're loving others. So that's the gist of my beautiful book balls. The brand, the podcast, and the movement. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode all right ladies I honestly don't know I don't know I don't know where to start I don't know how to feel I'm just like yeah okay I can start with this I'm going on vacation tomorrow with my parents Woohoo! thank God for the parents because they be hooking us up like honestly we would not be going on vacation without them (laughs) for years I did not believe in spending money. I automatically thought spending money was splurging, right? I held so tight to my money. Now, don't get me wrong. I tithe. I will help the homeless. Like, I use my money wisely, so wisely that I would not purchase things over a certain amount. Let me give you an example because you like, well, yeah, I budget too. Especially when I see a good deal, I get all of them, Sharice. Well, 
let me bring it to my world. I would not buy clothes, shoes. We talking about socks, underwear, bras. I don't care what it is. I would not buy that over $10. An item. Let me be clear. Baby clothes. I was not buying one outfit for $10. Wasn't going to do it. And that's standard, right? I was not going to buy a pair of shoes for $10. (laughs) I, I can't do that. I was not about to buy even myself an outfit for $10. One outfit. We talking about the shirt and the pants. And you're probably at this point like, how in the world can you go cheaper? Like, girl, I wish I shopped at that level. I'd be shopping $20, $30, $40 for my clothes or like a piece. Like, that's still affordable. That's still cheap. You talking about thirty, forty dollars for some shoes, like that's cheap, right? But I wouldn't do it because I felt number one, I'm gonna be real honest. We didn't have the money, okay? I before I got married, it was still me and my daughter I had to take care of. And so my husband, before he became my husband, he would send us money. And I would work every now and then because it's hard. I don't know if you guys have the same background I have, but it's so hard, especially in a small town, little opportunities, small possibilities. When you have a job, you stay there for 30 years because there's nothing else. You are so thankful to get that job at Subway. You're so thankful to work at that new gas station. You're so thankful to become a manager at Walmart, a food lion. You are doing great if you become a teacher and work at the school or work in the school system, period. No no matter teacher, bus driver, like, yes, this is this is what you have. If you live close to a jail or a prison, that's good money. This is what where I came from this is what I was dealing with and it's so it's so funny not funny haha but like you know funny not funny (laughs) but it's so funny let me tell you I was not laughing back then but but it was funny that I moved from one small town to another (laughs) I'm laughing now because I thought I was moving up no honestly when I moved to Henderson, North Carolina. I'm going to shout it out. I ain't afraid. They're going to be in my business anyways when I blow up, right? When I moved to Henderson, North Carolina, it was so beautiful. They had a a community college there. And we have one even from where I'm from, right? But it's across the river. So I moved there with my daughter. I was able to get in public housing. And it was just so lovely. And I had a neighbor and she was Caucasian. She was European. And her and her baby girl. And she was just saying like, it's so hard. How you do it? I'm working and my rent going up. Like, it was so frustrating. So the reason why I pointed out her color is because sometimes, especially nowadays. Well, I ain't going to say nowadays, but <laughs> you got to know who your enemy is. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's a point to this story, y'all. You got to know what you're fighting. Because sometimes we (laughs) can fight against each other. When I say I love black people, I love my people, I want to uplift my community. I'm not saying I hate white people. I'm not saying I would never do anything for a white person. I'm not saying I would never help an Asian, an Indian, Japanese. It don't matter who you are. If we are a good fit, I'm going to serve you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go there today, y'all. Because I, I got some things to say. <laughs> some things not happening. We need to know what we're dealing with. So she was just communicating like, it's so hard. What in the world is going on? And as I go through life, let me tell you something. Number one. If you don't know my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I don't care what people saying, y'all, I'm about to step on some toes. I haven't said it in a while. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you need to know the true Messiah. At the end of the day, I don't care what background you come from. You want to receive true transformation in your life miracles, healings, breakthroughs, you better be connected to the source. Now you can play around and say, God, you can play around creator. You can play around spirit. You can play around Allah. You can play around Buddha. You can play around Hercules. I don't know. I don't know. And the other goddesses names, Diana and Arstis and Aristotle. Look, y'all, I don't know. I'm not that fancy. I have no idea. But all I'm saying is I have seen some real struggles. And when you at the bottom and there's nowhere to turn. You're going to need to be connected to the source. I'm not arguing with you guys. I'm not arguing with anybody. If you don't want the peace I have, cool. Leave it. You don't want the hope I have, no problem. You don't want the peace, the love, the joy I have. (laughs) It's not for you. Not everybody want peace. Not everybody want a beautiful, healthy, whole life. A beautiful, healthy, whole family. Not everybody want that. Some people are okay with not liking their family. Some people are honestly okay and they love being trifling, ghetto, forgive me, y'all, the rags. We like those images. We like those things. It's fun to party. You know, it's fun to drink. It's fun to show you behind, especially in the summertime. We about to go on vacation. Who ain't ready to put out their legs? <sighs> I'm going to try to come back to where I'm, I'm really taking us. Life is serious and you can only live once. Now, God is good. He can bring some people back, y'all. Yes, he can. I love him for giving us second chances, third chances. He didn't give me about a thousand. Okay, (laughs) this I love his grace. I love his mercy. But at the end of the day. It's important that we are connected to him. 
Because if we never face some serious things, when we do, we're going to need something stronger and something greater than ourselves. We're going to need something stronger and greater than our faith in our government. We're going to need something stronger and greater than our faith in our pastors and our church. We're going to need something stronger, greater than our husbands, than our parents, than our health system, the doctors. Sometimes you're going to be in a place, a very isolated, lonely battle, a trial that only you are facing and only you will have the power to get out. If you are connected to God, he will bring you out. Why am I saying all that? Reese, you was all happy, cheery, and I'm ready for this word. But then it's like, it's doomsday. What is going on? Well, I had a conversation. I've been having a lot of conversations lately. Y'all, the Lord is so good how he orchestrates things. Let me start with something happy, okay? (laughs) I went to Walmart and a young lady came up to me and was like, let me see who I'm talking to. Because I was just talking to her because I knew her. But because I haven't been in my hometown for eight years, yes, I've been gone, y'all. She was like, who am I talking to? And so I took off, I took down my face mask and I was like, hey, and I called her name. She was like, oh my gosh, hey. And we used to work together. We used to work together at Subway, this young lady. And she said to the other young lady who was with her, and all of us used to work together. And I'm assuming they're still working there. I'm not sure. But she was like, she's the one. That talked about God. She's the one that got me to go to church. I still go to church. She's the one. You remember Miss Deborah Church? Like she was just going all the memories and all the seeds that I have sown. And the seeds that I didn't know I was sowing. I'm sorry I'm about to get emotional. But there is a greater work for us to do. Because sometimes we're going to be facing something that only God has the power to heal or get us through. He don't heal everything. God don't heal everything, but he gets the glory out of everything. And sometimes when you're facing those unfortunate situations and you cannot help. The person you want to help. There's nothing you can do. Let me tell you something. It's nothing worse than seeing somebody suffer. And you can't do anything about it. I don't know if y'all ever seen somebody take their last breath. But it ain't fun to watch. It is not fun. I have seen more than one person go on to be in the next chapter of life. And I said that because not everybody is going on to be with the Lord. This is real, y'all. Two places in eternity, heaven or hell. Not everybody's going to heaven. That is the most damaging doctrine that we have. And that 
is that everything is happy-go-lucky and you're going to be good when you die. There was a talk show host on. I'm not going to blast her. (laughs) I said her, so y'all might know who I'm talking about. But she was like, I just want to know what everybody wants to know. I want to know what happens when we die. And I think that's a fair question to ask. And the only thing I could be thinking about was, are you saved? That's all I think about. Every single day I wake up, I do something, going to the store, I see somebody, my children I'm serving, my husband. Are you saved? Do you have God? Because I know not everybody going to heaven. Not everybody. In fact, we being saved don't have to go. That's like the number two most damaging. One, everybody going. And two, when you save, you good. Because you can always go. You can do whatever you want and still go. Um, I don't know where y'all reading that at. Because it is not in the Bible. The opposite is true. More given, more required, more responsibility. I'm going to tell you something right now. You cut up and be saved and see what God do to you. That ain't no joke. It's more grace given to the one who don't know than the one who know and still do. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Sometimes we think about God and the spirit like we can't relate to it. It is not no fairy tale and it ain't ghost. It is everyday life. That's why Jesus talked the way he talked. He talked about the field. He talked about sowing. He talked about fishing, fishing for men. Because it's, come on, it's relatable. The spirit world is just like our natural world. God is spirit. He can manifest in the flesh, but the thing is, he don't die. So that that's really the only thing that's separating us. He's the truth. Let me tell you something. This world right here will lie to you. Just look on Instagram. <laughs> just listen to me. Y'all have no idea what I'm dealing with. Y'all don't know. I was just crying a couple seconds ago. But listen to my voice. It's tricky. It's deceiving. That's that's how tricky this world is because we're fleshy. So if somebody's smiling, we assume everything's good. Because we're looking on Instagram, we assume it's good. Somebody is happy. You know, they got their husband, they got their kids, and they're smiling. We assume. We are so easily tricked. But you have no idea if I just had an argument. You have no idea if we're getting a divorce tomorrow. Like, you don't know anything from a smile it's so tricky right oh my gosh but that's you know that's how satan works he get you know he give us a smile and we take it we bite right into it instead of going deeper and seeing what's behind the smile so i did not mean for all of that to come out but at the end of the day I just want you guys to know you're going to need something greater. In order to do greater, you're going to have to be greater. Like you're literally going to have to become greater. You're going to have to be connected to something greater. And I can end it right here with why 
am I speaking about this? So I'm going on vacation tomorrow, but we're dealing with some heavy stuff. Everywhere I turn, somebody telling me something different. And this is not like I'm gossiping or they're gossiping. It's No, it's nothing like that. But my family's getting older and people are having some really major health issues. So one of the first things you want to do, you know, especially like you're 70, you're 80, and you're having these horrible health diagnosis, you want to tell your family because you don't know tomorrow what's going to happen. And my mom-in-law, that's one of the first things my father-in-law did. And they never had to take her to the hospital. They never had to call. He had to call family and say, hey, Brenda is sick. And if you can come, come on and come. We had no idea she would die in two months. Two months. She had a birthday in June, got sick in July, was out of here in August. It's, and it's going to be one year this year. My grandmother is sick right now. I don't think I ever announced it one year. But I had a conversation with my grandma, you know, just talking to her, calming her down because she says she doesn't feel like herself anymore. And a lot has changed. She fell, bumped her head. I think I shared, I know I shared it on my YouTube. I don't know if I shared it on the podcast, but I bumped my head two-ish, maybe three uh, months ago when I was in North Carolina and I bumped my head so hard, it started bleeding. Not real bad, but that's how hard I hit it. And I hit it on the refrigerator, y'all. Like, it's nothing sharp on the refrigerator. I was just trying to get some chicken so I can cook it for my husband. That's it. And I hit my head. And I was like, Lord, all I wanted to do was serve my husband. (laughs) But what happened was I hit it so hard, my head. Like, my brain kind of, like, wobbled a little bit. And so, I'm walking back. And then, different things kept happening. I had to sit down because I got lightheaded. I didn't want to fall to the ground. So, I was like, well, let me just sit down here. And then, I started seeing lights. And my eyes, literally, the vision was going left, like, spreading out. I could see that what I was looking at started to look like two different things. I know it was so crazy. And then the vision slowly was trying to come back, but I closed my eyes because it was like, this is weird. It's crazy. I don't feel good. So I just started talking to God in my head. I was yelling out to my husband like, hey, I'm seeing double vision. I'm seeing lights. I'm sitting down and I'm dizzy. Like, I just kept shouting out everything that was happening. And I'm talking in my head to God, like, Lord, this is crazy. Why is this happening? I know I ain't going nowhere. I got too much to do. What is Satan up to? What are you up to? Like, I was seriously having these conversations with God. But the funny thing is, not funny, ha-ha, right? But funny, like, interesting. The interesting thing was, my grandma hit her head. 
and she never been the same. I know that that fall messed her up because I'm only 31 years old and I was seeing double vision and it took me about 15, 20 minutes for me to come back to where I was. She is 84, I believe, or about to, she just turned 84? I think she just turned 84. 84 years old, fell, boom, and knocked herself unconscious. I cannot imagine what her 84-year body and her brain is going through. It took me 15 minutes to see right and to feel right. I couldn't get up for 15 minutes. She 84. That's about three times my age. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? She not crazy. She hit her head. It did something to her. And I can testify because it did something to me when I hit my head. I literally, it just, like every one or two minutes, my body kept changing, sweating, dizzy, and then double vision. Like it literally kept happening every minute, every two minutes, every three minutes. Something was different. So it wasn't all at once I felt the pain. No. It it, it just kept coming in waves. And so... She fell, knocked herself unconscious. Thank God my father found her. Um, And she actually broke her neck in three places, I believe. But she went through so much. And this has been about three months ago, two months ago, something. Um, But it was like, it was just like when I fell sick and my mom fell sick. I got sick same day she got sick. She went to the hospital two days later. Had no idea she was having multiple strokes and an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Bleeding in the brain. Had no idea. She thought it was the flu, y'all. <laughs> but I would not be able to walk her through the process of like how to heal or how you feel. Just the emotional side when you're sick um, and you want to get back healthy. So in the beginning, you're like, I'm going to kill it. I'm a beast. I'm about to get right back. And then it takes too long. And you start giving up. You start going down that slope. Maybe healing isn't for me. Maybe God doesn't hear me. Oh, man. I'm not beautiful. I can't do the same things anymore. You just go down and you start to accept the negative things. Maybe I did something in my life. All, all this all this good I've been doing in my life and now, you know, someone in other people's lives. And now I'm reaping this. This is all to my life is to be sick and die. Like it's so many thoughts that go through our heads. Whew. It's so many thoughts that go through our heads. And so that's why I started and I went in on the point. You have to have something greater. That's it. You have to have something greater. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Let me tell you. It was. ah, I had no idea I was going to say all of that. We talked a little bit about everything. I hope I went all over the place. I hope 
I brought it back full circle. If you want to follow me, please do definitely follow the podcast, share the podcast, and then follow me on my other social media. Yes, my Instagram is at Sharice Antoinette, and everything will be in the description as well. And check out my YouTube. On my YouTube, I am putting out mini series all summer long, and I'm doing the challenge, the summer 2021 challenge. 2021 summer challenge. I mixed that all up. But it doesn't matter what it's called. Just use my hashtag, my beautiful book ball, so I know you have joined me. And basically, what we are doing is going after our goals. We are moving forward. Yes, it's time to get going. I don't want to keep talking, but I want to actually put to action the words and see some results, y'all. Like I said in the podcast, you got to be connected to something greater. And all God do is show himself with power. Yes, that's how you know he's the only one and true living God. He shows up in great power. So it's time to move in power, ladies. Yes, do what we need to do to see some results thank you all for tuning in again don't keep it to yourself make sure you share with someone else i love you all stay beautiful be wise and be all that god created you to be